Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 74 of your favorite bi-weekly ho- trophy hunting show. I'm one of your hosts, Colin Colhoven, joined, as always, by Eli Downing, the host with the most. How are you doing, sir? Great. Hell yeah. And also by Daryl Fuimano. How are you tonight, my friend? I'm happy. Happy to be here. Happy. I feel happy. (laughs) Oh, happy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you had some sushi, you said. And gay? Yeah, it's it's happy and gay, I think, is the song. Like, is that from Little Orphan Annie, or is that, what is that from? (laughs) (laughs) Or is that like Sound of Music or some shit? I can't even remember. Probably Sound of Music. Sounds sounds like it. Things that you remember, man, I swear. Mm -hmm. Like, you ever put, like, any thought into how many song lyrics you have? like just kind of memorized or maybe not actively but when the song comes on you're like singing mm-hmm. along to it you're like how much mm-hmm. of my fucking brain's memory is used <laughs> it's used up on this kind of shit you know it's, yeah it's pretty hilarious oh Great. speaking of using brain power i've the mm-hmm. we've been talking about ancient civilizations and i uh actually watched a show oh yeah that you recommended wow. let's I go i finally dude. got to the ancient uh ancient, ancient apocalypse. apocalypse dude lit dude shit is lit isn't man. that cool oh my god i, man. Love, that. I love that kind of good. stuff yeah yeah because i'm just getting like short snippets of this on like youtube and stuff mm-hmm. but to have like a big comprehensive collection of all of it and like an in-depth review was pretty nice oh yeah you know certainly yeah I love like archaeology and history anyway, and then when you throw in kind of this like different spin on it as well, and it's it's not paranormal or anything, but it has like sort of that aura, that yeah. funk to it, where it feels kind of like, well, something's kind of strange about this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really love that shit. Yeah. Have you checked Spoiler, it out? Spoiler: Atlantis is real, and they used telepathic to build the pyramids. Isn't that nutty? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, I can move Spoiler it alert. with my freaking yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you checked out this show, Daryl? Do you know what we're speaking of here with Ancient Apocalypse? No, I have no idea what this is. Oh my goodness. Do you even watch TV, dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, you should check it out if you're interested. It's on Netflix, like we said. It's basically about ancient civilizations and archaeological evidence for older human technology and existence on Earth than we previously would have thought. I think that's yeah, a he goes, good way to summarize it. It's fucking he, hard to talk about. Yeah, he like goes less in-depth about the technology stuff right. than I would have liked. Cause, but I guess that's because that's all just like hypotheticals, mm-hmm. mostly. He mm-hmm. stick, he's stuck to like concrete evidence and uh, focused more on prove, trying to prove that there were civilizations before the Ice Age or right around the Ice Age. Yep. So. Pretty lit, fam. Go and check that out. (laughs) This episode brought to you by Ancient Apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) Not. It's not. Brought to you by Graham Hancock. (laughs) 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 Oh, very good. Very good. Well, yeah, it's been a a long week and uh, getting ready for the holidays here. And episode 74, like we said, we're almost at that 75 mark, which will put us at our basically like the three year eh. like milestone you know what i mean it's pretty Not. close what's the, what's our three year it's pretty close to it's that, around though. march yeah it's around march but I, I always thought of it as i like, looked oh okay okay this is the recent uh yeah turn of events but the uh um let's see little three by 26 right yep 78 78 bastards oh 
for some reason, 75 sounded cool, closer in my mind. But, uh, okay, never mind. It's still a good number, though. Okay, nothing, yeah, wrong, I mean, nothing wrong with 74 and 75, just, right? Three years. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's no bigs. NBD, Plus bro. or minus. NBD. NBD. Fudge the numbers. <sighs> NBD. Very good. Um, let's get into it, though, because we've got a lot of stuff to talk about on this particular episode on this cold December night. It's fucking freezing out. Having a nice warm cup of tea. So... Daryl, it looks like you had a, a festive question in mind. So, uh, with Christmas coming up right around the corner, I was just think, thinking of asking you guys, like, do you guys have any, like, games on your Christmas wish list that you want to play? It doesn't have to be for any particular reason, you know, not for, like, trophy hunting or just you just really want to play this game. Are there any games that you guys got your eyes on for the Christmas time of the year? Hmm. I got seven lined up for Hanukkah. What? <laughs> no way. No, Sean. <laughs> yeah, Sean. <laughs> Are you Jewish? Do we not know this this whole time? No. <laughs> no. I, I mean, that would be hilarious if actually you're like, yeah, I'm, I've been celebrating Hanukkah the whole time. I lined up for Kwanzaa. That's yeah, crazy. Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa. It's going down. I, cel- I celebrate Festivus. Yes. My poles hung. I got a lot of problems with you people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see, though. I do actually have both literally and sort of like metaphorically games Mm. on my wish list because I did ask for two specific titles from one from my aunt and her husband and then another from my parents. I asked for Horizon Forbidden West and The Last of Us Part One. So that's kind of like... I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a, one, a package already arrived, and you know how it has like that certain weight to it when you get a video game? You're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a game in, in this thing. Um, so one of them for sure is already here, but, but those are the ones I actually asked for. But now that we've gotten so many releases over the last couple months, there's like somewhere I'm like, oh, it would be nice. If, if someone bought it for me, I would play it, but I'm not going to like get it for myself, I guess. And that would be something like Final Fantasy Crisis Core, which I'm going to talk about later in the show, and then also something like Callisto Protocol. So those are these kind are of my... metaphorical games that you're... These are, the so, hi, these are my metaphorical list, my Christmas, my Christmas wish <laughs> oh, okay. list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the, probably, probably those. There's a lot of good shit that's been coming out recently, so it's easy to get me distracted. Um, but what about you, Eli? Do you have anything that you want? For, or for you, or maybe you're getting something for Zayden, a game for Christmas? Well, the... Pretty sure Santa's gonna bring us a switch, Whoa. so uh, not sure how that's gonna play out. I'm a little uh, kind of got like cold feet about it a little bit. Oh, okay. Because like I want to play, I want to play Bayonetta three. That's like I gonna play Bayonetta three on the fucking switch, dude. On the stinky switch. <laughs> on, the, on the switch, dude. <laughs> I am excited for him though because like uh, I think. The like Mario, I got him the Kirby game. We, that was big on the Wii for us when he was a little younger. But I think he, uh, I think he could use something that's like a little more focused. You know, the stories are hard to follow in like some games, mm-hmm. and so like, kind of hoping these is bring him back to like wanting to play a game game because right. he like he wants to do Minecraft, he wants to do mods, he wants to just like do creative mode and do all these things he sees YouTubers do. That's just like. It takes a lot of work uh, and stuff like that. Or like, yeah, you know, play Rocket League against other people. But I'd like to see if I can get him into like 
it's not really like a story game. It kind of is, but just like a single player experience that he can get into. But I don't know if it'll happen, but I think this is the best shot at it. Interesting that it's Kirby, though, is the choice. That game's supposed to be really good, actually. Mm-hmm. I, um... I just knew it was it, like, it's got to be easy enough for him mm-hmm. um, to like want to play. Because like games are pretty complicated if you never play games. Oh, totally. It, there, there's yeah. like a language to them, you know, and if you don't play mm-hmm. a lot of single player games or a lot of similar genres of single player games, sometimes it's very like confusing for people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, t- I totally get that. I mean, we just take it for granted and anyone listening to the show probably, too, because we play games more often than most people. But if if you, you know, if you're not used to that or you only play PC or you only play creative Minecraft and then you're like, I'm going to go play fucking gears of war you'd be like what is what am i doing here like how do i play this mm-hmm. game yeah. <laughs> yeah so i feel you on that do you have that's any games wanna... that you want uh, i guess bandana passes, 3. battle passes you know hey stuff like that yeah i guess you said bandana <laughs> 3 as well which is also yeah. a, a good one all right what about you daryl what do you got for your christmas list or games wish list i should say uh, so I got my eyes on two games I've been wanting for a while, uh, with one of them being Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart. I've been oh, wanting to play boy. that game for a while. Nice. Banger, and dude. And the second one is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy by Square Enix. I want to play that one. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's just, you know, I've always, I've always liked the Guardians of the Galaxy. I enjoyed the movies, and it probably be like a game for me to pick up and play and just enjoy and you know not really have to worry about trophy hunting again oh yeah for sure i think Dude, Go ahead. if your wife doesn't get you ratchet and clank i'll have to buy it for you then i guess <laughs> <laughs> babe don't buy it eli said you buy it for me. <laughs> yeah man guardians of the galaxy marvel's one got a 9 out of 10 on steam 8 out of 10 on ign not that the reviews are everything by any means but i just mean to say like it's supposed to be a really good game and um I think it is available on one of the PlayStation Plus services. It's not premium. I guess I just can't remember if it's on the basic with like the PS Plus catalog or if it's on the middle tier, but probably the middle one. Yeah, so. I don't remember getting that or I probably would have. Yeah, you probably would have. Ca- so it must be the middle tier. But uh, yeah, those are really solid choices, man. For I sure. know you don't cop those, but I don't. I would have copped that. I probably would have if it was that. I do every once in a while. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Some things never change, you know? When no. we were you doing know? our, our wrap-up for uh, the end of the year with the where, like, PlayStation was showing my stats, it was, like, the amount of PS Plus games I played or used was, like, laughable. I think it was, like, 14, 14 or less the, uh, of what I claimed out of, like, you know, 36 options or 36 offerings. <laughs> There you go. But Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, you can't go wrong with that. Really no. great game and also very easy platinum. You don't even really have to worry about a guide or anything. Just play the game. And if you want to get the plat, you will. It's quite simple. So good choices. Speaking of plats, let's get to the next section of the show where we shout out some platinums achieved by community members that were posted within our Discord, either in the Plat Shot channel or in the Trophy Room. And speaking of the the plat shot channel, real quick, we have got you know a, only a few weeks left in the final leg of the race for the year. So if you have plat shots to submit, make sure you're doing that soon. Or if you're trying to finish up something for high points, get after it. Okay, I'm I'm still gonna get arcade getting. I'm hoping for it. Uh, all right. So the first one I wanted to shout out was for EDJ3DG. Every time I yeah. fucking think I'm gonna say it wrong. Oh, dude. 
And that's for uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. Fantastic game. Not to be confused with the 2019 Modern Warfare reboot slash remake. <laughs> Modern Warfare <laughs> Remastered has got a really great trophy list that gives you a silver trophy for each campaign mission you complete on Veteran. And I would say that's probably one of the last Call of Duty campaigns where Veteran felt truly difficult compared to the normal mode of the game. So there's some sections there that are quite hard. And I don't know if you used the exploit or not, sir, but even if you did, I'm not going to judge you too hard. But if you didn't, it's a very accomplished and very fun plat to go for. It's also got that speedrun bit at the beginning in the training section, which is another notoriously tough trophy. So good stuff there. I can't remember. So, Eli, do you have this one? I, I thought you played it. No, I do. I claimed it when it was free. That's I was right. doing those like in the 60, like the five, like 65, 75. Yep. So yep. I think Advanced Warfare was coming up next. That's right. That's the other one we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And Daryl, have you gotten this trophy? I can't remember. I have not. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a fun one, man. You can get after it. Another fun one here by Maximum Carnage, God of War 2018. Now, most people would say, what the fuck? You know, Ragnarok's out. What's this? What is this ancient dinosaur of a game you're playing from four years ago? But not Maximum. He said, I can't play Ragnarok without getting to 2018, and he got it done. So congratulations to you, sir. I don't know if that is on the way to his 1 through 10 challenge or if this was a sidebar, but well done. Well done. We all love that game. So Mm -hmm. good stuff. Next up, we've got Knots continuing to post some pretty intense platinums for games that are challenging with Neo 2. And we had Slugger post his Neo platinum relatively recently in the Discord as well. So this is kind of it's weird how it seems like franchises get played in clumps. Sometimes on the Discord, where like some people are posting like similar things or like games like around the same time as each other. So I always found that pretty funny. Next up, another by EDJ3DG making a double appearance here with Terminator Resistance. I had to throw it back because Mm -hmm. this is one that Eli, you and I have got a lot of history with here. Oh, yeah. We go way back. We go way back to episode two, I believe, of the show. Maybe it two. It might have been episode no three, shot, but it was dude. one of the first ones we did was talking about Terminator Resistance. Really awesome okay. game. Really awesome. Put that game. there on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> nice job. Good selection there, sir. And I think this was the PS5 updated platinum or like updated game in platinum, which has some DLC on there as well. I don't know if I'll ever do that uh, because I don't want to start the list again, but the game is really good. So good job, sir. Are you looking if it's the second or the third? I'm yeah, scrolling. Yeah, there's. we've been going for so long now that we have like three pages. Of, she said. That all right? <laughs> uh, two was Let's Talk to Maternal. Three was Terminator Resistance. Episode three. Holy episode shit. one is just called episode one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, were, we had like a totally different naming convention for the first yeah. 10 episodes or nine episodes. Well, I guess it's eight. But we were just doing the names of the games we were talking about, which... Yeah. You know, it worked. It did work. It, it was pretty good because, like, the uh, the Twin Breaker one, I think, like, did like really well. I oh think, yeah, uh, and the Bloodborne one and RE three when those were coming out. Mm-hmm. I think that actually helped back then. I think so Probably too. Still would, but we don't need to talk algorithm here. <laughs> no, no algorithm. Just more trophies. Next up, <laughs> Met RX Golf with your friends. Daryl, you pick this one. What the hell? I, this game looks wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
Hey, he's golfing with friends, not with strangers. So that, okay, another throwback. <laughs> another throwback to Don't Boost with Strangers episode something. I'm not going to look for it right now, but it's an old one. so <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, there's not. you don't see a lot of golf games, and I actually do think this one was relatively rare, at least based on the PS Native screenshot he posted. So good job there. And um, last one I added... And I only added it. it. Might seem like a bit of a bias here with Slugger because we talked about him last week, and he was on the show last week, but or two weeks ago rather. But this is his 300th plat with God of War Ragnarok, so that's kind of a big milestone. So I figured, fuck it, yeah. we're throwing it in. 300 platinums. Sheesh. Absolute legend. Like you take all of us combined and like double, triple it. <laughs> it's like yeah. not. It's not to that level. <laughs> uh, don't put with strangers was episode 14. Mm. Another classic. Another classic, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one's like our lowest we listened. Go, go listen to episode 14. Yeah, get back and... You can find out the rules about the Discord. You know, you don't want to boost with strangers. It's better than you think, okay? The episode 14, all right? It's got a lot of yeah. likes, though. It's got one of our highest like ratios. So. I mean, they're all... Ratios, yeah, sure. Put it that way. (laughs) 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 The same eight people liked it, just less people listen to it. Less people listen, so it's a higher ratio, bro. That's how you spin. That's how you spin the data. (laughs) Pretty good. Fantastic. Oh man, (laughs) I was gonna say something, but I can't remember what it is now because I got too distracted (laughs) on that. So. Whatever. Congratulations uh, to all of you platinum earners. Well done. Well done. And remember, race is going to come to an end, so get your yeah. shots in there. Uh, must Eli, be nice. You got some... Oh, what must be nice? The race? He said plat earners. Oh, yeah. You plat earners. You platters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been slowing um, down, too. So, that's how it goes. Yeah, I got some jokes. I always got some jokes, dude. All right. Let's go. So, speaking of all the like ancient apocalypse and whatnot, mm-hmm. a little gr- geographical joke for you here. Why is Europe like a frying pan? <laughs> oh, God. Max, Prince. Why are you guys like a frying pan? Max, Prince, Thrawn. Uh, oh, yeah, he's UK. Yep, UK. Uh, oh, my gosh. There's, there must be others that I'm forgetting as well. Regardless, though. Yeah. I don't know what the answer to this is. Daryl, what do you have? This is kind of a riddle mixed with the joke, so you might have something here. No, I'm curious to hear what Eli's going to say. Because it has grease at the bottom. Oh, <laughs> oh it, pain, it pains me to hear that. <laughs> I like it, but it pains me. All right. Very good, sir. Why did Tigger go to the bathroom? Fuck, I don't even remember the other characters' names really in that. Mm. You got yourself Eeyore, Piglet... Hundred Acre Wood, Huffalumps oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Woozles. A lot of characters in those Hundred Acres, dude. There's a dude Hundred Acres. Try cataloging that. It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. Good they, luck. They probably missed a few. Guaranteed, missed a few characters. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. He had to go to the bathroom. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, you want to find his friend Pooh, dude. Did I not name Pooh? He knows! All those other characters. My. Dude, you know what's crazy? That's a new low. Hmm. You know that the chicken that crossed the road joke? Do you 
Do you know that's actually like? Don't you know like the the other <laughs> side is? You know, it's like Wait. to get to the other side. They're talking about suicide. Oh, you mean like? Wait, like why did the chicken cross the road? And then the answer is to get to the other side. He's gonna get hit by a car and go to the other side of heaven. What? Who told you this? Who? T- when does? What? No, 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 dude! How crazy is that? I never thought about that before. Boom! Mind blown, dude. Right? Isn't is that, that crazy? Is that actually what it's? I don't know, but it I mean, could well, be. there's no way we'll I ever mean, know. If we have to ask. We'll never the... stop thinking about it. Oh my god! We gotta track down. <laughs> The joke maker. It's like that episode of Family yeah. Guy where they go to track the it's like dirty joke back to its origin. Yeah. Oh my god, we need to know. We need to know. Crazy, huh? That All right. Crazy. Anyways, okay. We got another real one here. Okay, let's go. The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? Yes, I love that you're using this a hole. Nope. What? Oh. The more you leave behind. Oh, shit. Daryl? Help? Lifeline? Phone <laughs> Nothing. A, phone a friend, bro? I'm one shot. <laughs> Help me out. I'm pinned down. I'm pinned. I pinged him. I pinged him. <laughs> I feel like I've heard this before. Oh. It sounds familiar to that riddle in God of War Ragnarok, but it's not the same answer, apparently. Hmm. Footsteps. The more you take, the more you leave behind. It all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll edit in some X Files music right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> all right, I got one more. Okay. Who is that with the neck and no head, arm and no hands? What is it? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? Who's that with the neck and no head? Two arms and no hands. Oh my god. What is it like a an octopus? Two arms and no hands. <laughs> <laughs> but it also has a neck with no head, so it's got like three arms kind of, like three stubs, you know? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I'm kind of like legit scared to look behind me. It's almost like you like can see through my screen. Like, who is that? <laughs> is, it star- is it a starfish? <laughs> Who is that with no name? It's like the Slender Man. Oh, God. Is it a starfish? A chocolate starfish? It's... No, it's not a chocolate starfish. Why would it be chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so random? <laughs> Chocolate starfish. It, it means but. It means it means butthole. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> Yo, my son, I don't I don't know if he meant it on purpose, but he came up with like the best like fart thing ever yesterday. Oh, he said Hershey burp. <laughs> I was like, wait, are you talking about your fart? And I like I think I confused him, but I was like, dude, that is awesome. I'm using that. Hershey burp, dude. Oh, that's so gross. That's legendary, <laughs> dude. That's amazing. He's learning from his Faja. He's becoming yeah. a, a joke maker. And them Hershey burps. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so gross. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 we didn't wait, know the answer. Know What's the answer? answer? What's, yeah, yeah. What is it? Who is it? A shirt. <sighs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, goddamn. <laughs> I like the chocolate starfish answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> chocolate starfish, baby. Eating them Hershey burps out that chocolate starfish. Oh my starfish. gosh. <laughs> Hershey burps. <laughs> Burp is kind of a gross word in and of itself, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. All right. Well, very good. <laughs> Thank oh, you yeah, for that's those, always... sir. A Hershey squirts. That mm-hmm. was the. That was the. Like, I've heard that before. I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's the Hershey burps. That might have to be the episode title. We'll see. Hershey burps. <laughs> <laughs> it's fire. Okay. <laughs> Great, good sir. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for those jokes. Yeah. All right, it's time to get to the section of the show where we shout out our Patreon supporters. So remember, if you like what we do, you can head on over to patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast to support the show. Find various tiers of support with various perks of increasing dopeness. We got something all the way as low as the hidden trophy tier up to the platinum trophy tier. So go and check that out if you're curious. So this is a big thank you to our supporters of Maximum Carnage, King6969, Slugger, Chaz Bilby, JB Trophy Hunter, the Sly G Cooper, Smackerly, Pat the Trophy Hunter, Skrillis, B Down, and Diego Juan. So thank you very much for your support of the show. You good sirs and gentlemen and scholars, we greatly appreciate it. You got Sly in there? Oh, I got Sly in there. Okay. I got right. Sly in there. Lost myself in that one a bit. Yeah, I get <laughs> But we got them all. That, yeah, no, no, no. but we got them all. I like oh did the God. first move, and I was like, wait, I went to the wrong spot. The second one, you're like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, hold on a sec. How can we do this? Yeah, Fantastic. I want to see you try that with 100. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, I want to see it too. Yeah. Get on over to Patreon. Get, yeah. get yourself in there so I can try to name all of them it's in a different order guy. every time. <laughs> it is not possible. Okay, I'll spare you, Eli, and I'll read the long question. Ooh, okay. wow, what a guy. So this one comes to us from Maximum Carnage. He says, greetings, Kratos, Mimir, and Atreus. Nice. We got to figure that out. Nice. I got dibs on, uh, I'll take, I'll take, um, a, I'll take Atreus. That's fine. I'm for, oh, okay. See, yeah. I was going to say, unfortunately, Daryl fits the like body type of Kratos the most. Mm-hmm. And you have more of the mind of Mimir, which I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I guess I'm the fucking kid. No, you got but all if the you stories. you want to take him, I mean, I'll take the kid. It, you got all the stories with Mimir. You got some stories. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. There we go. I mean, Daryl's unanimously Kratos, I guess. Yeah. He's he's fine with it. He's totally jazzed. Yeah. So like one of you is my son, and then the other's hanging next to my sack. That's right. Okay. We're on the side. We're on the hip. (laughs) This is why I chose Atreus because I don't want to hang by no starfish, dude. By the chocolate starfish on Kratos. You ever imagine how gross that guy must smell, Kratos? You ever see him bathe? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that's not usually what I'm thinking about. But I'm just saying I don't think about it usually, but sometimes it crosses my mind. Like this guy must stank, dude. He hasn't showered in a long time. Anywho, once man. All right, so greetings, Kratos, Mimir, and Atreus. Just wondering if you guys have managed to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I decided to watch it this week as it is a quick 40 minutes. The way they tackled the theme of people losing their interest in Christmas spirit as they got older was something I, and I'm sure many others, connected with. I found the story very touching, and it was a reminder of how even though the experience of Christmas year after year is different as we get older, it begins to mean something else that is very special. Caring for those that mean the most to us, showing our appreciation to them, and making each other feel happy. I feel like I could have worded this better, but you get the point. That was a little run-on sentence there, sir, but I'll allow it. (laughs) Happy holidays to you guys and your families. Interesting. 
Interesting. So this is really like, well, there's not really a question in here, I guess, except that have yeah, we have seen, seen have we seen it? And I'll say uh, I have not seen it, but I'm curious before I get into the theme stuff, uh, Daryl, what did you have for this? Have you watched that? I know you're a, you're a Guardians of the Galaxy guy, as you were just talking about at the top of the show. I know I mentioned I like the Guardians of the Galaxy, but I have not watched this. But not that much. <laughs> I'm a fan, but no. I'm not a fan. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I mean, bro? You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> like a fan, but not a fan. I'm a fan, but I'm not a fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it, but I'm not. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Wednesday's good, man. That's the reason why I've been watching uh tv i've been watching wednesday on netflix oh that's and, awesome uh, yeah what about so... thursday <laughs> no it's the the wait it's the adam's family watch on, daughter right on wednesday uh, yeah. <laughs> the oh yeah the show is called wednesday yeah mm. i've actually you're the second person that's recommended that to me even today so i gotta check that out that shit it's tim burton yeah. right uh he i don't know what his role is but he, he definitely has a part in it okay mm. fair enough but yeah, I, I I do plan on watching this. I think when I read this question, I was still on vacation, I believe. So it's kind of like the thing I wanted to do when I got back home. And I still haven't checked it out. Mm. But uh, I, I do want to watch it at some point before Christmas. But um, just reading this question, it, it really had me thinking, like, how Christmas has been for me in, like, the last five or six years since I've been in Napa. And uh, Christmas has kind of been different because uh, my wife celebrates uh, Christmas differently than how I celebrate Christmas, especially when I was raised with my family and I live back in L.A. Mm -hmm. So they celebrate Christmas differently. They, they open presents at, mid, at, like at midnight and things like that. So it was different for me, especially because that's not what we normally do. We, we usually open presents like the morning of Christmas. Uh -huh. Wait, no hey, Santa? How does how does Santa work in that situation? I don't think Santa <laughs> play plays a part at all. I don't yeah, he's he's just... not he's not involved. <laughs> hmm. He's not involved at all. Damn. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for me, like Christmas is uh it's changed for me just because like it's that time of the year where like I I really appreciate what's you know near and dear to me. It's just like my wife, my family, my friends. It's, it's that time where I really reflect on like how the year's been and using that time to really spend like quality time with my family. Um, it's not really about pre opening presents for me anymore or like asking for gifts. Like right now, I don't even ask for anything. I just tell my wife, oh, I don't really want it, nothing. But, you know, your your significant other's always going to get you something, even though the answer is like, no, I don't want nothing. Right. They'll always get you something. Right. Uh, yeah, totally. Me... <laughs> <laughs> you know what you mean. Yeah, you know what, you know what crazy. we're saying? You know what we're getting at over here? Eli, behind yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that that's kind of how Christmas has been for me. And, um... Yeah, like I said, I, I really enjoy the time of the year uh, during this time of the year, like Christmas, especially Thanksgiving as well. Those are like two holidays. I really try to like spend my time with family and you guys already know this, but like I was on vacation traveling and I was in Turkey during Tur during Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And it, wild. 
<laughs> Turkey had you for Thanksgiving. And that's the, the irony is insane. <laughs> so I, I had a blast in Turkey. It was fun. And while we were there, uh, you know, while we were there, you know, people, our families were back home celebrating Thanksgiving. And, you know, as much as I really enjoyed my vacation, I, there's like those moments of the day where I was like, man, I really wish I was with my family, you know, just spending Thanksgiving with them. Mm-hmm. Because like, I don't really get to spend that much time with my family throughout the year. Um, I usually see them every once or twice. So, you know, just seeing them, my family, and we're having a good time in Thanksgiving, uh, it really made me wish I was home with them mm-hmm. to spend that time with them. And it kind of made me, like, really, like, want to go out there this year for Christmas and maybe New Year's. But uh, now that I'm back in town, I kind of want to just kick it close to home, you know, <laughs> stay in town, not travel Yeah. until I'm like ready to, to travel again. So yeah, that's, a, that's kind of how it's been for me this year. And yeah, Christmas is cool. I think one year Christmas, like I think like my first or second year in, uh, in Napa Christmas was really heartbreaking. Cause like during that time, like I really wanted to see my family and like I was with my wife's family that time and everyone's just like on their phone you know, just being in their own zone. I was like, dude, what the fuck kind of Christmas is this? Like, I don't want to fucking do this. Like, yeah. <laughs> everyone yeah. should be spending time with each other, turn the phones off, you know, let's just, let's have a good time. But everybody's just like on their phone. I'm like, dude, I would, I, I, I would probably drive to LA right now. Yeah, yeah I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Later, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I legit shed a tear because I was like, dude, this is, this is how Christmas should be. Mm. Damn, yeah. Yeah. That, that's how it is for me. I'm curious to hear what you guys got to say. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, well, yeah, Eli, what do you think? What is uh, What would it mean to you now, or what does Christmas mean to you now? It's probably much different when you have a kid, I would imagine, especially the age he's at. Yeah, it, it is different. And that's where it... Because uh, yeah, I'm kind of like the same and kind of don't want a ton of stuff, don't need a ton of stuff. Uh, you know, my mom's like, are you going to update your you know, your wish list and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, kind of, kind of whatever. I'm more worried about him. Right. And like, you know, seeing how long I can keep the charade up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, What do you think? I mean, for me, I think it was around, I don't actually know. I guess I was probably in like third grade or fourth grade when I was like. He's like right around. Yeah. I think, uh, I forget what happened. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We have a we have a pretty good long standing joke. So I, when I was a kid, I like demand. I, I need to know. You need to tell me what's going really going on here. <laughs> you know what's really happening here. Yeah. <clears throat> and like I was absolutely crushed. Oh <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I, but I think I want to say like eight. So it'll be next year for him. Yeah, I think that's about right. It was around that, but my brother never asked, so he still believes. Really? <laughs> that's the that's the like big oh my long-standing God. family joke. I gotta get after <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. I think he never asked. So we always just say like he's dead still believes. <laughs> <laughs> he never worked it out. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. But yeah, that's that's what my Christmas is about. And this year actually, you know, with the switch and him getting into computer stuff is it's easy to get carried away, you know? Honestly. Oh yeah. But definitely, yeah, it's more about the uh, the family and, you know, spending time with them and stuff, so. I would agree, totally. Like, I think I don't really care too much about the, the gifts piece. Like, I, I give people an answer, but it's usually very simple. It's like, 
PlayStation gift card or something. I don't know. I'm like, I don't really, know. I don't really want other stuff like that much other material things. If mm-hmm. if I truly need something, I'll like usually just go buy it for myself throughout the year. So yeah, I've mm-hmm. been meaning to try to convince my family to just do like a trip together or something for Chris Christmas. Cause we're not all in the same place right now. Mm. That's kind of the weird thing is my folks are going to be, this will be the first Christmas where uh, we're, like I'm traveling to their new house for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that so that'll be kind of interesting. They're there. Like obviously Stephanie's mom is on the East coast in Delaware and then her dad is in town, but he has like, you know, he's remarried and they have like three daughters. So their, their family is like all spread out and stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's just tough to kind of see everybody. So we basically have to make a choice each year of like who we're going to spend it with unless we can convince everyone to get together. And I was telling her, I think it'd be funny if we just, or not funny, I think it'd be fair <laughs> and funny if we were like, okay, we're going to go East Coast one year and we'll go to my parents one year. And then the third year, we're not traveling. Like, do you want to see us for mm. Christmas? You're coming to us because that shit is like expensive and time consuming every year, you know? <laughs> like, like and, yeah. you're, and if you're doing that and you're getting gifts for people, I think it's just, it's kind of too much because I, I think it is about just being together, like you're saying. So this whole, culture we have of like you have to buy so many gifts for people and spend all this money every single year on like you know it's just it's not really necessary for what the whole point of the the holiday is except for travel expenses or something uh so mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know for me it doesn't have the same feel in in that kind of way and there's not a whole lot of like little kids in my family or anything right now except for steph's nieces which we're not seeing this year so it's it's not going to really have the same type of vibe. But one thing that Christmas always did have for me is make me feel kind of like cozy. And it's like an unwinding period. You know, my my fondest like Christmas kind of memories were always tied to like Christmas breaks during school and, you know, being with friends and having friends over all the time and having time off and just like playing like either outside or video games or whatever, just kind of like enjoying a break at the end of the year. So that's kind of what it feels like to me now is more just a a reset, a little bit of a, a little some some R and R where you really just truly don't really think about too much except the moment and then get into next year, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Thank you for the question though, Maximum Carnage. And I guess oh also to answer, I have not seen it yet, but I do plan on watching it. If it's only like forty minutes and it's supposed to be pretty good, you know, yeah. I I'm always looking for Christmas style like styled shows and movies to watch around this time of year. Everyone's got their their go to favorites of course, but I'll add in something new. Try it out. Well, thank you, sir, for the question. Much appreciated, Maximum. And happy holidays to you and your family as well. Okay, uh, Eli, take us in with the question from Slugger. All right. Slugger writes, happy holidays. The weather is getting cold, and it's time to bunker down indoors, throw a blanket on, and lounge in sweats. What's the best cozy game you have played that's good for these winter months? Hmm. Cozy game. Yeah. Cozy. You're game. the you're the lo-fi guy. So what do you got there? The Colin? lo-fi guy. <laughs> I mean, <there's, laughs> the, lo- lo-fi is pretty damn cozy. Let me tell you. Yeah. It's a uh, pretty pretty cozy. So it's funny because I've been playing my Xbox more to the chagrin uh-huh. of some folks in the Discord. Right. I'm trying to alternate. Do every other yeah. day. And it's been reminding me of some of these older series that I haven't played for a long time. Like, I was playing Gears of War 4, and I was like, man, I really liked Gears of War on the Xbox 360. And I remember the way those games came out, it was always around the fall part of the year. And I distinctly remember for Christmas getting 
Gears of War 2 one year and Gears of War 3 a different year from like my aunt and uncle. Same one that's still still buy me a game every year this year or mm. like in, you know, at this time. And so yeah. those kind of have like a Christmas feel to me or like a cozy feel to me because of that, the association of when I got them. But that's also a little bit of like recency bias. So when I was thinking about it, I was like, for sure, Pokemon, Game Boy Pokemon feels like a very cozy game to me. That feels mm. like winter as well because i also remember getting a, a few different pokemon games for christmases and like playing them on that week or two where you're just kind of hanging out at home and yeah so i i think pokemon is is a is a really good answer also weirdly enough like i was saying gears of war just because of when i played the older games in the franchise is also mm-hmm. somewhat of a game or a cozy yeah, game. gears of war total total cozy game it's cozy bro i gotta give it's a like shout gears out to uh war. gotta give a shout out to animal crossing though because that game is cozy mm. as hell that's just chilling, put on some lo-fi, get a coffee, <laughs> sit up, you know, put a blanket on you and just kind of sit there and play. Yeah. Fantastic. What about you? Yeah, I don't really have like, like a what you guys have super cozy game. Um, my only thought is like Minecraft. I mean, Rocket League's always super cozy. So do you have that. any games, though, that like you associated with Christmas when you were younger or stuff that you like remember getting maybe as, like, a, Christmas? Maybe Call of Duty okay maybe because yeah. like that's what we'd uh all the boys would get on and you know talk shit and chat on so maybe that that's a good one because a big part of it was like yeah your but, friends also didn't have school either so who all like you know everyone's kind of doing that yeah i don't know snowboarding is more like the cozy activity though yeah, yeah. i was, i do feel like that's... the snow vibes are really where it's at Mhm. Mhm. Well, the handheld as I just felt as... like because you just you're in the room like it's kind of like Daryl was saying with with his wife's family and they're like all on their phones or whatever. Like there was definitely times where when I was a kid because I was like an only child and there's a bunch of adults around. I was like I'm gonna just be in the living room, but I'm playing Game Boy. <laughs> like I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like dealing with this shit. So yeah. for me, handhelds feel very Christmassy for whatever reason. But what about you, Daryl? What do you have for your cozy game? Um. Before I get into that, I just gotta say it's been hella fucking cold. I'm just saying that out loud. It's been hella I cold. Hate how cold it is now. Mm-hmm. And my Global I, warming, I, am I right? <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, boss. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you know. Ooh, um, yeah. It's gonna be down to actually, thirty tonight. Dude, I don't know how people do it on the East Coast. I hated New York. <laughs> I loved it. I loved New York because it has a lot of things you can do, but I just hate how cold it was. Yeah. Bro, be- can you even get the- cozy without fucking snow, though? I mean, really? It's got to be cold for you to get cozy, I think. It doesn't have to be snow cold, like like yeah, in, like does. under 30 or whatever, but like like yeah, tonight, it's feeling cozy tonight, bro, at 30 degrees. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be under thirty. Yeah, thirty. Under it's gotta be under. It's gotta be freezing. Oh, okay, okay. Cozy. I guess you're right. But there doesn't have to be snow on the ground. Is, is what I'm saying though. It can be just like hella cold and dark. <laughs> and then it feels it's gotta be, like you know. it's gotta have the potential to snow. Yeah, it, it's it's so cold. It's like the first year where I'm wearing two jackets when I go outside. Never done that before. And my fucking laundry bin is full of jackets. Oh, One oh yeah, the daily man. jacket. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be rough. You're not oh, wearing yeah, a hoodie dude. for a week or two weeks or a month or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
<laughs> Daryl's asking for Tide Pods for Christmas. Yeah, he, 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 he needs help. Please send Can help. Can you help me with my water bill? Yeah. This, <laughs> Chip the, in on the, the Fuyamano water bill? That, that load of laundry would be so heavy, too, from all the sweaters. It'd just be, like, the most, like, <laughs> dense thing ever. <laughs> I know. That's probably, like, a that would be a good Christmas gift. There you go. No, all right, maybe a, we'll see what it is. A new washer? No, some Tide Pods. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, but I will say, um, I can't really recall, like, any games I played during these winter months over the past few years, but the only game I've been playing since I've been back in town that's kind of kept me cozy is RE0. Yes. It's better than, uh, blowing a zombie's head off with a magnum to keep your, keep your blood nice and warm and, oh you know. Yeah. So uh, relaxing. Indeed. Oh, and t- I know you're like kind of joking with that, but honestly, Resident Evil does feel kind of like cozy in that way to me because of the save rooms. The old school Resident Evils and the save room themes in the winter or whatever, like, I, I don't know. There's something about it. It's got a good, got a good vibe to it. It, it, <laughs> it feels nice, you know? It's funny because just last week I was playing, um, I was doing the, the hard playthrough watching Noob's guy and i was hella sweaty i was sweaty <laughs> dude i was like oh man this is this is kind of rough right now i got <laughs> inventory manage and just uh do these strats on the bosses and once i did that dude it was just cozy i brought out the blanket mm-hmm. you know i'm just like cruising down the train popping heads like melons did oh it was so good now that you know there's a magnum in the game <laughs> we were talking about this at work no, I call <laughs> bullshit on that yeah <laughs> he was like there's no magnum I was like dude it's in the train the opening train car it's like in the first one of the first cars you find oh my god what? yeah because yeah, the, the oh, one magnum funny. you actually get is like pretty close to the end of the game so he was like no you got magnum at the beginning I was like no bullshit <laughs> no that's not true <laughs> Sure enough, I went into the room, picked up the fucking Magnum. It was just right there on the bed. I'm like, what? That is so dumb. Just give it to me. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, Resident Evil games, I, I do think there is some coziness to them too. Like you said, once you get through the hard stuff and you're doing just the cleanup runs now for the other miscellaneous challenge trophies, it's like, ooh. It's just smooth sailings, you know? It's just like little hour and a half speed runs through the game. Mm. Some good shit. Good shit. So thank you very much, Slugger, for the question. Much appreciated. And what is your cozy game, sir? You must let us know. You must. Skrillis writes in. Daryl, what does he have to say? Uh, so, with Blasphemous 2 coming out in 2023, in anticipation, will you play Blasphemous? I really think it captures the amazement that is a Metrovania with Souls elements applied to it. If you like Castlevania, you'll surely like this gem. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Eli, you, you gonna another, play? Uh, you must play this instead of a question. You must. You it's you, it's you just must. him trying to convince us to play <laughs> Blasphemous. <laughs> dude, he feels passionately about it. He must really like the uh, game, you know? Yeah. What do you think? Are you going to check it out? Does it does it look interesting to you? Is it on Game Pass uh, or PC as well? I own it somewhere. Yeah. I think on Steam I got it. Probably on Steam. Uh, so, yeah, it looks kind of cool. Maybe maybe I'll get there. Yeah. But uh, I got an, I forget exactly. 
Well, it is, but there's some other Souls game I think I have. Elden Ring. Maybe I think I need a finish or something like De- that. Well, there's Demon Souls. <laughs> that's there's... Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. He, might, he so... got it at launch with the PS5 <laughs> in 2020. So, <laughs> so let's start with that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then we'll cover. Elden Ring's definitely in there too. So uh, that'll all go come before blasphemous for sure for me but maybe i could dip into it on pc but more of like a battle pass kind of guy on pc so yeah i i think i i'm curious about it in in the sense that i think the artwork is really cool and like it looks badass Mm -hmm. i I think the lore like the audio or not the audio the like written right like the descriptions and the lore notes you find in the game are probably going to be really sweet but i just i don't know man i i know myself like one of the benefits of having played games for a long time is that you kind of start to learn what genres you, you jive with and what you don't. And sometimes you need to challenge that. You got to go back and be like, oh, I didn't used to like this type of game, but it's been five years, whatever. I should try it again. Uh, but right now, I know the last couple of times I've tried to play a 2D side scrolling, yeah. this style of game, even with even if it has Souls elements, even if it has these other things, right? Like Salt and Sanctuary fucking death's gambit both of those games are sitting at some of the lowest percentage (laughs) on my list because i just was like ugh, i actually don't i don't think souls combat translates into 2d well at all personally i don't i don't like it because i'm i'm so much about the dodging and shit you know yeah so but yeah so I i don't know if i'll ever get to blasphemous maybe i would check out blasphemous or blasphemous 2 if they're on game pass I don't know if I I can't say I would like beat it or anything though, but I would you know I'd be open to playing like an hour or two of it and just seeing how it feels. But um, now if they make a Castlevania game, new 3D class uh, Castlevania game, I'll check that out. But what what about you, Daryl? Do you have any interest in this title? Uh, I mean, this is a game that I will like sometimes rewatch on the PlayStation Store, just watch the trailer, mm-hmm. and it, it, it fascinates me. It's definitely, like, something that has me thinking, like, what is this game all about? Like, why is this guy filling up this helmet with blood and just putting it on his head? Like, you know, like, stuff like that. Like, like what is this game all about? And I, I really dig the, the art design. I think it's really cool. Uh, just <clears throat> the gameplay and what I've seen, it really reminds me a lot of, like, Dante's Inferno yeah. on, like, and how devastating you are with the en- the enemies. Like, in Dante's Inferno, you know, like, when you punish the souls, like, they go out screaming in agony. And it's pretty much the same, like, in Blasphemous. But it's, it's pretty gruesome, like, the animations of when you're, like, punishing or, like, the- killing off these enemies for, for once and for all. Um, but it looks cool. I'm not really, like, dying to play it. It's definitely mm-hmm. a game I'm interested in playing at some point, but mm-hmm. like, it's my my concern is kind of like similar to what you've mentioned. Like these kind of games, they kind of like they pull me in to want to play, and then like once I've actually played these games and kind of like, hey, you know, like I play Blasphemous, it it really gives me an inscription vibes because like that was a game I really wanted to play, and now that I played it, I'm like very like not interested in trophy hunting it yeah it's like i'm like okay i've already played it but like now that i played it it's not really a game i'm really excited to trophy hunt and it's like oh, i'm already stuck with this game i have a completion percentage on it yeah it's like i really don't want 100 percent it because it was fun and all but it's like now that the trophy is like 
it's it's a little bit more complicated. It's a pretty time consuming, and 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 just rot- watching the trailer alone, it, it screams like hard as fuck. Like mm-hmm. just looking at it, it, just looks very like challenging, yeah. and that's the vibes that I get from it. And just kind of looking at the trophy list, you know, there's a lot of like Dead Souls similarities. Like beat this guy, beat this guy, beat that guy. Mm-hmm. The one that kind of you know concerns me the most is the speed run trophy i don't know if it's like you know you gotta get to this point in the game like we're in this point of the game is the trophy asking me to complete it's or i think it's like halfway door. through it's funny you mentioned that because i was going to bring up that trophy as i think a good way to do a speed run trophy I, I like speed run trophies in general but i know most people don't and this one is uh, basically you have to get like halfway in three hours and according to the, the trophy guide, it says that that's very generous. So I think that that one shouldn't be too bad. But, I, but yeah, I know most people don't like speedrun trophies. The, the one that caught my eye was beat all bosses without flask consumption. So basically you have to beat every boss in the game without using your healing flask. I'm like, uh, I, I don't really want to, though. Yeah, that sounds hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, like, I like, I'm like, that's not... I never really look for that in Souls games, which is why it's like Demon Souls and Elden Ring. The fact that I have those plats is kind of more unusual because they're not. That's not really what those games are about for me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's trophies like those. Like once you like kind of enjoy the experience of the game, you're you're almost tempted to like go back and clean up the trophies. But then you're like reading trophies like eat all bosses without flask consumption. You're like, fuck, dude. Do I really want to like put myself to this this torture of just getting a trophy? You know, all that starts to come up once you've kind of like, you know, experienced the charm of the game. Right, right. I mean, the one benefit I would say for the trophy list to like, or not benefit, but the thing that that is, I guess, a little forgiving with it is the game is shorter, right? So it's the guide it says it's a seven out of ten difficulty, two playthroughs for t- only twenty hours. So it's probably one of those things where if you're really like good at the combat and you're good at the game it's it's probably lower than a seven it's probably not quite as bad but i totally mm-hmm. agree with you that there are some games where once you beat them you're just like i don't know if i really want to i don't know if i want to go for that trophy experience which is why i said that xbox and game pass might be the the way i do end up playing this game because i could see myself doing the exact same thing daryl like beating the game being like that was cool i don't want to do it again you know like i, I like i feel accomplished enough like i can put it down now and move on to something else so the trophy names are really good, though. Check, check out the list. If you're listening to this and it sounds cool to you, check out the trophy list. I do think it is a pretty good one. And, uh, the, yeah, the game does look it does look cool. But I don't know if it's for me. So I have to go. I have to go back one. Huh? Cozy game. Yeah. Fortnite. Fortnite is a cozy game. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's the most recent. Uh, that's when we we're getting into it. Oh, yeah. It was the last uh, winter like event, last wasn't year. it? Yeah yeah oh fall guys no, the most re- recent you know nostalgia cozy game yeah man yeah oh and that makes sense why fall i guys was about... like this summer oh you're right it was in the summer wasn't it i was like sweating and yeah you're right uh, tank tops when i was playing that <laughs> <laughs> i also think of like yeah, the division the first game because it's yeah. snowing and it's christmas time in that game yeah. uh yeah Interesting. I was thinking the second one. Were we playing? Was we, the second one we were playing. I don't know if it was, was snowing it or not. Was it snowing? It was definitely winter. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good question, yeah. though, Skrillis. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. 
Okay, so that's it for, for Patreon submitted questions. Let's get to everyone's favorite segment of the show <laughs> for our every other weeks at least, which is the, uh, the trophy list reviews. We've got some pretty big games we're going to be talking about this episode. We had a few episodes there in a row where we were doing kind of all indie or smaller games, but it's really tough when you get to like this period of the year and there's just big games coming out. Like relatively recently too, that where like close to recording date, I should say, where it's like, ah, oh, these games are cool. Like I, I want to talk about these because I'm curious about getting them. Right. So, uh, how do we want to do this? Let's Eli. Maybe we go. Let me go to you first. What do you think? You feel up for the up for the task? Sure. Let's do it, dude. And take us into your game, which is uh, all right. Not I don't think is as a triple A game. I've I've not so, heard of it. Speaking cozy winter games. Yeah. I'm going with Shredders. Shredders. <laughs> Shredders. Wait, but it's not you Shredders know? Revenge, right? No, this is Shredding the Pow Pow, my my guy. Ooh, doggy. Let's go. Pow Pow. Mm-hmm. So I guess this game, it's a snowboard game. Okay. Uh, that's what Shredding the Pow Pow is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for all you noobs. Okay, I just pulled up the get list. Get out there. <laughs> uh, so it came, I think it came out March 17th this year for xbox but okay. i saw it on the ps5 coming to ps5 december 6th so this came to ps5 like 10 days ago nice uh that's why it was on my radar so uh this game has one plat four golds nine silvers how many bronzes it got going oh, oh you just pull it up god damn it Guess. it's got 22 okay yeah yeah i just wanted to guess right yeah. but yeah uh, i mean i was gonna play along even though i had pulled it up but you know what yeah i like this ratio i'm just gonna say i think it's yeah good. i think it's good mm-hmm. keep your overall trophy level down okay this 36 this is what i'm talking about this is right star ocean's yeah. got like fucking 56 trophies it's too much all right go ahead <laughs> uh yeah i think it's i think it's only on ps5 uh, it comes from Foam Punch. Ooh. And uh, yeah, it's a snowboard sim. And it looks pretty dope. It looks like, uh, so right, you want to, you originally, you'll think of uh, Riders Republic. Yes. The most recent, like, snowboarding game. But this looks like more realistic. I don't, well, I've looked at the controls and they don't look like super hard. Because I think of like, um, what was that game? Sessions. Oh, yeah. Like the more realistic, uh, gate sims right where you like the sticks are literally your feet and you have to it like goes way more in depth than skate was mm-hmm. um but this doesn't look like that this looks more like kind of like skate i guess but from what i saw in riders republic looked more like arcadey and you can just like backflip like anywhere this game looks fucking sick dude like i saw some like highlight clips and dude it was so satisfying it looked like i was watching like a snowboard uh you know like snowboard vid i don't know what you call it it was like a skate vid but yeah yeah like i used to watch snowboard. some of those mm-hmm. yeah man it was pretty dope so you know doing doing a little like tweaks and um god damn dude what is it like they're not manuals i forget what it's called oh oh my god tail press uh, tail press and nose press yeah that t- kind of yeah shit. yeah yep. presses and stuff yeah yeah like doing all kind like all the way down you know like recent years you've seen like snowboarders they like hit the jump super early so they can drag their hand on the yeah on, like, the top of the ramp dude, yeah they got that in this dude <laughs> oh that's cool they got that in this dude it looks fucking sick Ooh boy I'm yeah 
Oh man. It looks pretty dope. Uh but and the trophy list uh doesn't look too bad. It actually is on the PSN profiles like homepage for like recent trophies lists or trophy guides because when I looked at this uh whatever a week or two ago when I picked it out there was no trophy guide. Okay. So I was just gonna kinda kinda go over the list. But now there's a trophy guide out. Um and it and it states three out of ten difficulty, one playthrough, ten hours. So not Easy. so bad. Which is what I'd kind of gathered from the list to begin with. Because it's just like you know, play a snowboard game. Yeah. Do the um, tricks. <laughs> Get down the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> do, do snowboard things. Yes. Snowboard kids. Oh, awesome N64 game. Uh, so, yeah, I guess there is a story to complete with a, a good amount of trophies attached to that. And there are uh, some side missions to do during that as well. But nothing is missable. So, like, if you miss the side missions, you can just come back. Uh, there is one online trophy. But, like... I don't know. So the guide's like kind of confusing, um, but I think you can do it in private. Oh yeah, it looks like you can. Okay. So it's not like too big a deal. It's not like you got to go beat people and like you know online people in a in a snowboard competition or anything like that. So not so bad. Um. And then there's, you know, they have some some gaps set out that that they want you to do. I think you can kind of just do any gaps. There's like a number of gaps, 10 gaps, 25 gaps, uh, 10 collectibles, 40 collectibles. Okay. And then there's one for unlocking gear in the game. And they've got that set apart here with the gaps. So I don't know if that's how you achieve gear is by doing like gaps and collectibles. Could be. They have a, They have a group together here on the guide, so... Uh, but yeah, then they have then there's uh, some miscellaneous trophies like doing actual tricks, like land a 1080, uh, do a double backflip, land a 540 indie, transfer three rails, and then there's one for getting 6,666 score in a single trick. Oh shit! Okay, which is uh, yeah. Do you have to get it exactly, number? or do you have to get it exactly, or do you, or can you go above? Of over. Oh, okay, the gosh, I'm like over. that because that would be a, another yeah. layer of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That'd be kind of crazy. Uh, and then there's this jump over the rugby pole at the park. I don't even know what a rugby pole is. What's a rugby pole? I actually oh, don't know. Rugby. It's like a field goal, <clears throat> but it's it's skinnier compared to oh. like the. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. Oh, well, that's not, that can't be that bad. Yeah. All right. So you got to jump over that. And then there's a few grindy ones to do. There's jump a thousand times, bail a hundred times, call the snowmobile 50 times, uh, ride 50 kilometers, call the snowmobile 500 times, ride 10 kilometers with the snowmobile, spin a total of three three hundred and sixty thousand i guess that's a oh, 360 thousand oh three hundred and sixty degrees wait no been no, a total no, no. of three hundred and sixty point zero 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 degrees wait uh i thought i saw this a 180 oh 
here we go. Okay, I got it. So it says the trophy tracker counts every 180 degree rotation you perform. In order to get the total, you must do a 180 2,000 times. This, okay. sh- this should come naturally during your playthrough. Okay. So I guess when you're just cruising around from place to place, just do a bunch of frontside and backside 180s, dude, and you'll just slowly get it. <laughs> Wait, 1,000 360s? No. Wait, how would 1,000 180s be? No, one, one, 100. You need 1,000 360s. You need 2,000 180s is what it said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thousand, yep. yeah, yeah. 1,000 yep. 360s, which is a lot. It is a but lot. But it would make Pernicus proud. Yes, it would. Pernicus. He's That's ma- the name of the trophy. Pernicus would be proud. He's a man of many spins. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that, dude, I guess there's like a drone feature. You can ride around with a drone to like pick your spawn point and stuff. Oh, cool. Looks pretty dope, dude. How much is it? Do you know? Actually, I'm curious now. I'm gonna, I might check it live. I, I am. I am curious to hear about it. Let's Let's about store. It. Uh, what's it? Uh, Shredders, right? Shredders. Shredders. Okay, not Shredder's Revenge, Shredder's. Okay, so it's 30 bucks. 30 buckaroonies. I am curious. Oh, man, you sound like a broken record. I'm curious if it's on Game Pass, man. I know it was initially, yeah. but if it still is around this time of oh, year, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it'd be kind of cozy. That is a cozy game. Shredder's. Yeah. Cozy trophy list, too. I, I yeah. think this trophy list is pretty good. This looks like a solid, because yeah. you just get to enjoy this kind of game and not like think too much about yeah. it you just get to play and it seems like you'll get most of the stuff kind of naturally as you go yeah and it's not like uh sessions where you have to do that crazy manual one or whatever i had to glitch out mm-hmm. oh ride the whole world you had to ride the amount of the world oh my gosh that's yeah, where game, people were dude. like rubber banding their controllers yeah <laughs> yeah yeah sounds crazy like that one wasn't called sessions though no it I'm wasn't getting what, was it, what was it called uh not I'm not skate obviously. If someone someone will remember it's it's another throwback to older episodes you were talking about that. Ollie Ollie no. No. Oh my gosh. Dude, I uh, I got to find it. It's going to bother me. The the only trophy that does seem a bit or I guess there's two that kind of stuck out to me that seem a little annoying are the the ones for the snowmobile where you have to call it 500 times and then ride 10 kilometers total with the snowmobile. I don't know. Maybe it's not that bad. We'll see. Yeah. I would imagine I mean, you use it to like tow you at certain points, so it just seems like kind of hard to get that distance. But whatever, I mean, you just you just hang out, drink some cocoa, have the snowmobile pull you around, <laughs> and just kind of hang out and party chat, you know. And you'll get you'll get the trophy done. So can't be too bad. What, what do you think, Gerald? Does this interest you at all? Are you a snowboard fan? I'm not, I'm not a big uh, skateboarding, snowboarding type of guy. Okay. Um, last time I did snowboarding, I like farted in my instructor's face. Oh, you Hershey prepped like, him, dude. I did. I did. I was I was kind of embarrassed. So I, I <laughs> to not go back and fart in another person's face. What well, did he that's, hear? You that's or a pretty hilarious sn- scenario. Yeah. What happened? Because out on the mountain, you know, it should have been anybody. It's like peeing in the ocean. You can fart in yeah. the mountain. There's no, it's not yeah. a big deal. Well, he was showing me how to get up. So, like, I'm sitting down <laughs> with the board in front of me, like, already strapped on my feet. And he was like, all right, so this is how you get up. And he's kind of, like, face-to-face with me trying to explain how to get up. And as I was getting up, I just squeezed one out, dude. Like, out of nowhere, it was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. I hope he didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You just went for it, dude. Just yeah, full yeah. send. 
And Daryl yeah. never snowboarded again. That was it. I went <laughs> back home. That's I'm the sure thing that killed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no. That's great, though. You were scarred from it. <laughs> I am. This, I mean, it, what's those older games, SSX Tricky or whatever? Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like, I don't know. That's kind of the, the snowboard game I'm always chasing is those kind of feelings. So I'm curious how this I'm curious how this, this is. This one looks like a good mix. Yeah. Like realistic, but still, I mean, you're not doing those crazy tricks as crazy. But I've seen some things like you can get yanked. Dude, like there's like buildings and stuff. And like the way they have this the world set up, like you can like wall ride up it but then you like launch yourself and do a backflip to the other side of the street and land on that wall Ooh. like that was one of the highlights yeah like more realistic but like fucking sick ass tricks you yeah know? like real badass yeah. shit mm. yeah like mm. that could be done like it could be done yeah, yeah pros, pros could do it pros could do it for sure yeah someone could for sure do that like a skinny alleyway fuck oh, yeah dude gosh, easy money that's crazy i though. could do that shit it hurts my brain thinking about it come on it hurts my brain <laughs> Uh, as far as the art goes here, oh, first of all, the platinum name, Shredageddon. Arcade Geddon, baby. Top, dude. Top tier. That's God tier. Shredageddon. That's pretty good. Dude. Top tier. But what's not top tier is the art. It's, okay. It's okay. Because they've got to like spray painted the name of some of them. Some of them are relevant. Where Shredageddon is one of them that is spray painted, uh, you know, super skater style. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. The, that's the artwork is like the graffiti tag of Shredageddon. Gotcha. And then like thousand jumps is one, but like not all of them actually match that unless I just cannot read some of this graffiti. Uh, Like bail a thousand times instead or bail a hundred times instead of like a hundred bails. It says bail king. Oh, uh, nice workout has something weird. It's like, uh, I don't even know what it says. Oh, it says rider. So they're not all just like exact word for word. There's a little bit of creativity goes into it. But other than that graffiti artwork, it's just a yellow, purple, green, or red background. Just boom, straight from straight from the, uh, the Microsoft color picker. Color yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of lame. I think they put some work into it, though. It looks it's okay. Some thought into it fits the theme, but what the fuck are with these colors, dude? Yeah, I mean, it seems like they definitely put thought into the trophy list, but maybe not so much into the art side of it. it like, still yeah. some, but not like as much. But yeah, I mean, they yeah, I think they did. They just flopped on the background. Mm, gotcha. I don't know. That's my thought. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, okay, I like it. Good, good picks there, and also it came out relatively recently, like you said. So the the percentage is going to be low right now on people, but even if it's an easier list, but uh, I'm sure it'll go up pretty quick, and be a more common platinum eventually. Yeah. It sounds fun. I mean, it's easy. It's already at twenty three point five percent on profiles. Oh my gosh, yeah. Point four native though. Ooh, if you're a native, so this is spicy native meatball, king, dude. Yeah, it is. Definitely. Yeah. Very cool. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Nice pick. Nice pick. All right, Daryl, what do you got for us this particular episode? What, oh, what, what do I got for you guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm bringing to you Callisto Protocol. Oh, I've never um, heard of that game. I've heard about this. What is this? <laughs> oh, yeah. well, let me tell you all about it. <laughs> Please. Uh, so Callisto Protocol, developed by Striking Distance Studios, 
and published by Crafton. Oh, Crafton? Crafton. Crafton. Yes. Okay. Now we got that worked out. Uh, Crafton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. That's the same company. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't help but think about them. I'd fucking love if Kraft Mac and Cheese made a video game. <laughs> like a triple A Kraft oh Mac and Cheese video game. <laughs> a macaroni in the pot. That's some. Oh, not that one? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is available worldwide on both the PS5 and PS4. And I didn't mention it earlier, but this is also another game on my Christmas wish list. I hope I get this game. Yeah. There you go. This uh, this game looks fucking sweet. Yeah. It is pretty cool. I like it. Uh, PS5. So right now, the uh, percentage on PS5 right now, or PSN profiles, or blah, 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 I take it back. So for the PS5, mm-hmm. the percentage on PSN profiles, I got it right, is 29.24%, and on PSN native, is at 3.3%. Okay. And I did say the game is available on PS4, but if you look at the PS4 version on PSN profiles, it does not exist because the game is currently having trophy syncing issues on the PSN ver- or PS4 version. Oh my goodness. So people are popping trophies, but they're not syncing with the PSN network. It's just a shame. Yeah, that is. Two I'd be weeks so fucking now, pissed. And there's not been a solution to it. So hopefully they work that out. In the near future, so people can uh, start, uh, you know, popping those PS4 statistics online. Indeed. Uh, so, Colin, uh, you shall be the judge of this. So, the trophy distribution <laughs> is one that caught my eye. Okay. And it has one platinum, seven golds, nine silvers, and ten bronzes for a total of 27 trophies. I don't know if you can hear me slow clapping in the background here. I can hear you drooling. Oh, man. (laughs) That is what I'm talking about. Way to go. Way to go. You did it, Kraft Mac and Cheese. Well done. (laughs) 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 I always had faith in you. I've been your biggest fan. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. I like that. Love, like that distribution a lot. In between there. It's really good, though. Fucking sweet. Yeah. In between there. Yeah. What do you mean in between there? In, in between like and love, you know? Somewhere in there. I, 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 I like, you know what I mean? It's, it's in the middle. It's great. It's great. Fantastic. So say that. Leave it that. Leave okay. it that. All right, go ahead. It's great. <clears throat> it's great, but it like kind of sucks. It's great, but it's know. ass. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really think that that is solid. I'm quite stoked. So looking at the trophy list, um, I really do like the trophy artwork. I think it's very simple. It works. Uh, it's got these neon green and orange colors. And I think that's referencing like the actual UI in the game, which does have these colors, these neon green and orange colors in their UI. Um, not sure if that was intentional, but it's it's pretty, pretty similar to what I've seen online. Uh, so for the trophy list itself, of the 27 trophies, 23 of them are hidden. So a good chunk of it you can't even see. 
just when you when you take a look at the the trophy list, um, like on your phone or if you have your PSN profiles Dude, holy shit, uh, set to only, hide secret <laughs> trophies. There's only three. Yeah, so only three are available to everybody. <laughs> uh, with the three being Paper Jams, Print a Weapon for the First Time. I like that name. That's very cool. Yeah, he's cool. still working in the print shop. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Reforge, Print a Weapon Upgrade. I like this trophy because, like, pretty much every um, – the image is all in one color, but the upgrade is highlighted as a different color. I think that was pretty unique. Mm-hmm. And giving back, stab five blind enemies in the bag. So it looks like you got your enemy type there. There's some blind enemies in the game. Um, that is platinum. so random that those are the ones that they chose to fucking reveal, though, right? It like, is random when you look at what's what else is on there. Like, <laughs> mugshot is a secret trophy. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, all right. Anyway, go ahead. I don't want to derail you too much. That's so weird, though. Oh, that weird. is that what? Like these, like not all <laughs> I the think hidden, you guess like, what mugshot is. Like not all the hit, like not all the hidden trophies are story related. You know what I mean? So it's just odd. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think at that point, if they're gonna do that, they might as well just make those final three hidden as well. <laughs> just make the there, whole list. No... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, Dude, why there's... that's the case. None of them are story related. Well, I I'll think give you my thoughts. Oh, on maybe like one. Yeah, but yeah, it's not really crystal clear what the story trophies are. I kind of have an idea, um, but I will mention that towards the end. Uh, so for the platinum, uh, it's over Jacob. I'm assuming that's the MC's name. It's mm-hmm. over Jacob. Um, not as cool as Shredders. I like Shredders. Shredders definitely takes the uh, the platinum title today. Oh sure, uh, I get for it. a naming convention. Uh, so uh, I do belong here. Beat the game on any difficulty. You need a gun. Fully upgrade one weapon. Uh, I I just shouting this one out because I, I for some reason there's this trend in games now where you have to upgrade everything. So I do like that you only need to upgrade one weapon. There's not the trophy for fully upgrade all the weapons because I just find that that very boring and tiring. Like you're having to use weapons you probably don't even like. Um, Most people will probably stick with maybe one or two guns. And I do like that you're only forced to upgrade one weapon. Uh, The protocol is about life. So we get a hint of what our hard difficulty is called. I do like this called mass maximum security fits in with this whole prison uh, theme because the game does take place on a planet where um, it's kind of the, the main location of the game is in the prison. So I do like that, you know, maximum security yeah. is uh, the name for the hardest difficulty. And I, I do like that they gave it a different color because in I do belong here where you beat the game on any difficulty. It's green, but Kind of the same image is used again for the protocol. It's about life, but it's orange instead. So it's a little bit more intense. Yeah. Uh, to, you know, kind of giving the um, the um, the the players a hint that you know you're about to get your cheeks clapped. On this <laughs> so be prepared. Get ready for it. <laughs> yeah. Get ready for it. Um, and also 
The protocol is about life trophy on PSN Native is six point three percent right now, with the game being out two week being out two weeks now. So that tells me game doesn't sound all that hard. It's I, really yeah. high. I think you're right. I I don't know for sure, but I have you know this game is a, a really big release this time of the year, and I've heard a couple podcasts kind of touch on their thoughts about the game. And from what I've heard, and a few YouTubers I watch, it doesn't seem like maximum security is too hard. In in fact, just as an aside, I saw Optinube because you were talking about Optinube. He posted his, uh, his like all in one playthrough on on that difficulty, and he got the platinum for the game in three and a half hours if you don't include cutscenes. Damn. Yeah. So I don't think it's too bad because again, the game's only been out two weeks, so he doesn't he hasn't had time to like master master that game, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next trophy is Grim Reaper Harvest and Read All Implant Bios. This kind of tells me that this is like the collectible uh, part of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if these are like implants you're picking up off like random dead bodies in the game or maybe special enemies in the game. Uh, but it definitely seems <laughs> uh, there's a very weird twist to these collectibles. So implants telling me that you're going to have to go digging for them. And these enemies, once you kill them or yeah. find them around the game, uh, very, very strange twist on the collectible front. Uh, commonality uncovered the mystery of Calipolis. I'm not sure. It's a gold in the game. I'm not sure if this is like the last story mission, uh, like a quest or an Easter egg. It's very, very broad. Uh, terminated, take down the security robot. Terminated reference. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> classic it's weird it's it doesn't make me think it's a boss or anything though because it doesn't say take down the security robot it says take down a security robot so it must be right an enemy that you encounter multiple of around the i would assume so around the facility yep yep uh speaking of wording so two heads are better than one which is the next trophy take down the two head oh That's what so. she said Different wording. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> so this does tell me it's just a special enemy in the game. Uh, next trophy in Striking Distance. This is the video game's version of a selfie because the developer's name is Striking Distance and they just shouted themselves out in the trophy list. That's their logo so. too. Yep. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Uh, Paper Jams, Reforged, Giving Back. I've already talked about those. Mugshot. So this is the hidden trophy I was talking about. Yeah. Take a photo using photo mode. And I know how everybody loves messing with photo mode. It's like the most absolute best trophy in any game. Yeah, there's always a photo mode (laughs) trophy, I feel like. Why it's hidden (laughs) is weird as shit to me. Like, what is the... Are you trying to hide you have a photo mode in your game? I don't understand what the point of that is. You know what? I just love having photo mode in my trophy list. I can't tell you how many times I've taken a picture of the ground. You know, it's... Just to pop it, yeah. (laughs) It's Uh. such a fun trophy to put into games, dude. I'll be honest, I always do those, like, really quickly when I play the game so I can get some early boostage to my percentage. You know, I'm like, I'm doing that right away. (laughs) Right when I can do the photo, I'm taking it. So yeah, I I don't know why they put those in games. They're like I the, don't either. The most useless so trophy in the game is stupid. Nobody wants to p- fucking play Photoshop and do that. They want to play the game. Come on, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. stop it. 
Stop. Stop. Check it out. We got photo mode. I'm cool with it existing for those people who do want to do it, but I just I think it's weird that there's always like a trophy tied to it. Again, mm-hmm. it's like whatever. It's free. That's a free trophy. So I don't know. I don't really care that much, yeah. but it's just it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, float like a butterfly. They should have just said sting like a bee at the end. That would have been very cool. <laughs> Perfect dodge five times. So. Uh, seems like there's some dodge mechanic in this game, kind of similar to RE3 if you play that. Uh, chew them up and workplace hazard are very similar. You're using the environment to your advantage. Uh, in the game, you get some abilities where you can manipulate gravity and all that. So uh, very similar to the Kinesis in Dead Space. Uh, I will have fun with this because I really like just picking up guys and just like throwing them afar or just throwing him into some sort of like, you know, some insta-kill machine or something. Yeah, for sure. That that was always the most fun part to me in Dead Space was using that stasis, I think it was, and slowing down the enemies and throwing their, like you'd, yeah. you'd slow them down, shoot off their arm, grab their arm, throw it back at them to kill them, you know, stuff like that. Like, yeah, that was always the most fun part. Oh man, that was like the meta on the hard difficulties like to conserve your animal you had to use their um their appendages against them yeah yeah makes sense for sure and we get to like the final 10 trophies uh these are the bronzes at the very bottom of the list i feel like these are the story related trophies i was gonna say i think these are the story related ones so that does make sense for them to be hidden for to me like i don't think kind of weird i don't think they they would necessarily give away like too much of the story beats but i'm i'm kind of ambivalent on if you you want to go over the the details of them just because we don't want to spoil it for people but it's up to you not really i think um yeah i think even by just reading them out aloud i don't think they really i don't think so either spoilers um i i will just say one just because i like the wording on it if the shoe fits so activate (laughs) the shoe um so i i think this is like taking place in a particular part of the prison activate Uh, the shoe (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) yeah yeah i do like the naming convention there it's pretty neat uh but everything else um yeah it just seems like it's very story related you know it's very similar to other story related trophies in other games and i do like um it, this isn't really seen often but i i have I, I feel like i've talked about this from another game before all these trophies are kind of grouped into a specific category so like the golds which you know there aren't that many they're kind of like grouped up into like beating the game, upgrading weapons, collectibles, special enemy takedowns, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, these are probably more worthy of the gold status, in my opinion. Silver, most of the silver trophies are more related to combat related stuff. So um, just like using abilities or, you know, doing like special actions with enemies, things like that. And then the bronze, like I mentioned, they all look like they're story-related minus the mugshot one that's also a bronze. So there's a little bit of structure in the trophy list as far as, like, what what's in which trophy uh, category. Oh, yeah, how they laid it out in terms of the order for it, for sure. Yep. Yeah, you, you can definitely tell. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I do like the list, though. I Because to me, this is a list where... 
aside from the one trophy that you said that kind of tripped me up, which was the harvest and read all implant bios, or we think that's the collectible of some sort. Aside from that, I feel like you can kind of just play the game. I don't think you really are going to miss very much. But I do, I don't know, maybe you were going to talk about this, so I apologize if you were, but I do know this game does not have chapter select, and it does not have, like, a new game plus. So you need to get all of the collectibles in one go. You can't, like, go back and get anything that you missed. I am not aware of that, so, um, yeah, appreciate that, uh, you shouting that out. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I I feel like chapter select would just be a normal mechanic in the games, like, in any game. You think it would, especially for like this the save or your clear file that you've beaten the game on. You know, I understand maybe not doing new game plus, but I think you should totally let us go back and check out stuff on the file that we beat the game with. Right, right. Yeah. So that's the only thing it seems like is like you just gotta make sure you're you know, I would probably do this in like two playthroughs. I think I would do just like a normal playthrough or whatever and just have fun and then probably do maximum security and with a collectible guide up or something on the second playthrough. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Good use of your time. Yeah. I don't know. But, but again, if that Optinube guide is only three hours and 31 minutes for, Oh my gosh, sorry. It's not even just the maximum security. It's the platinum run. Platinum zero, three hours, 31 minutes, no damage on maximum security. Yeah. You can just do it on maximum security. Oh, from the start, you can just play it on that? Okay. Damn, that's crazy. No damage to Optinube is such a legend. Absolute legend. He had me cracking up on the RE0 run. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I love I love listening so to his funny. videos. I love that. He was like, I'm coming, Billy. I'm coming, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's good stuff. So so you're pretty, you're pretty down for this game, though, yeah? I am. So, like, <clears throat> I texted my wife earlier. I was like, hey, are you going to Target today? <laughs> She's like, yeah, but I already went. And I was like, fuck. Damn it. should have asked her to pick that game up for me. Damn it. Mm, I know, dude. I got a Target gift card burning a hole in my pocket. So, last- Santa Claus is coming to town. Last couple times I went to Target, though, they were out of the game. Like, they didn't physically have any games there for the PS5. They were like, oh, like, go online and request a draw, like, a pickup from this store. I was like, fuck, fuck you, dude. Just let me yeah. grab the game and leave the store. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I was, I was pretty frustrated. I've got, like, I think a $60 gift card or $60 on a gift card left for Target, and I have, like, 30 left for GameStop. So, got to get over there balling balling yeah I, this game does interest me i think i'm gonna wait for like a, a sale or something at some point and, and try to pick it up but yeah it looks pretty cool and so the the team behind this and the makers of this game obviously are uh i guess not obviously they were the they were part of the team that had made the original dead space back in the day so like this this game has dead space vibes like written all over it of course and it's funny because this game came out you know, early December, and then next month, end of next month, we've got the Dead Space remaster slash remake coming out. So I'll be curious to see, like, you know, where people land on this game after some time goes by, and uh, mm-hmm. and how how they like it. But I'm not sure. I think I would rather play this than just go play Dead Space One again. But I don't know. I don't know. Dead Space One is so good. Ah. <laughs> 
It's on. It's, it's so on. Cool. It, Dead Space one through three are on Game Pass though, so I could always do that and then play Callisto on PS5. So who who knows? Who knows? This does this sound interesting to you at all, uh, Eli? This game? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fucking fuck off. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, yeah, thank you. I never you, really played Dead Space and whatnot, but check uh, it out, man. They're good. That's why I want to check this out. Yeah, they're good, bro. Dead Space is. They're on my Steam list, dude. Yeah, and you got Xbox, dude. They're on Game Pass. Oh, uh, then I don't play Xbox, dude. Okay, it's like uh, I would play it on the PC Game Pass, but oh yeah, I'm not signing yeah. up for that shit again. I already was in it. Get out of it. Plenty, plenty to play. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if I'll continue to just have Game Pass in perpetuity, but at least for a few months while I get through the games mm-hmm. that I want to play on there, then then I'll see how I feel about it. But uh, we don't play like a ton of like games on PC, so no, I don't, I don't play a lot of the free free MMOs right now. So there's plenty to keep me busy. Oh, for sure, man, absolutely. Buying yeah. time for Diablo 4 in June. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. It don't even get me... Yeah, that new trailer was so that sick. It's like the game I want, but I can't say that for Christmas because it's not till... Yeah, next summer. And all the creators are, like, unleashed, so now they're giving out all kinds of... putting out all kinds of videos. I don't know, man. That might, yeah, be, actually... that, that might be one Eli takes a day of PTO for. I don't know. Who knows? There is another... Uh, I'm going to try to sign up and get in this closed beta. It's called Wayfinder. It's okay. Uh, it's developed by somebody else, but it's pu- gonna be published by Digital Extremes, which is the people that do Warframe. And it's like this more uh, Fortnite esque aesthetic. Oh, and it's, like, is it by Airship Syndicate by chance? I think it's the people that I'm did. On their the, I think it's the people that did Ruined King. And it's oh yeah, the, yeah, it's yeah. The same it art is. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So it's like top tier. It's like top tier shit. Yep. And uh, it's going to be and it's published by the streams and the way it is with the heroes, they're like they're kind of like Warframe where you can like swap out on the fly. You don't have to like, you know, be stuck in the thing. Uh, dude, it looks pretty sick. It does. There's another one that was like Amazon Games. I can't remember the title right now. Like Blue Protocol, I think they got announced at the game. Oh, Wars. yeah. Blue that Protocol. also, yeah, also yeah, looks yeah. pretty sweet. So lots of yeah. those kind of games coming out right now. Plenty, Ash. plenty to keep you busy. Yeah. Yeah. Enough about that. All right. Well, th- yeah. Thank you, uh, Daryl, for reviewing that and bringing it to our attention. I think it looks great. I think it looks great. Okay. So yeah. I am uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion. Sorry, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. It's one of those weird jrpg titles <laughs> but hey here we go this is final fantasy it's it's a prequel to ff7 it was originally originally released excuse me back on the psp so this is designed as a mobile title first and foremost and you know to be played in small bursts and so as a result you have things in the game like shorter mission structure uh shorter side quests kind of bite-sized chunked areas that are still around in this remaster but from what I've heard, the combat is the thing that gets upgraded the most. And, of course, the visuals get upgraded. It's not quite as good-looking as FF7 Remake, but it is still very pretty. So this came out uh, worldwide on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 on December 13th, so this Tuesday. It's only been out for a few days now. I know Maximum Carnage has already picked it up. I saw him playing it the other day. He's a huge Final Fantasy fan, so that makes sense. And I think this game looks really cool. I... As people who have listened to the show for a while will know, 
I did play Final Fantasy VII Remake for a while, about a you know a two to three week period, for probably I don't know fifteen hours or something, and I just I just never ended up finishing the game. I don't really know why, and I would I would like to go back and finish it. I I think the combat is what turned me off the most. I am finding that I am a fan of more traditional RPGs in that I want something that's a little more turn based. It, it's tough for me to wrap my brain around like. Oh, fight with this character, and then any time you want, you can switch to another character, and then do one of their like fifteen different moves, or use their items, and then switch to another character and combo break it with like it's like kind of too much. I, I I don't really want to control all the characters. I just want to control the main character and have a party. So I think that was the issue, but that's kind of alleviated in this game because you only play as one character, Zach, and. He ties into the main story of FF7, of course, and I don't know exactly to what extent because I didn't complete that game, but this is the companion piece, right? And for all intents and purposes, I think this game is supposed to be pretty darn good. Now, there is a lot in this list that is hidden, a lot of secret trophies, so I'm not going to necessarily go over the story beats, right? But what I will say about the story trophies, uh, or actually, let me do distribution first. So there's one platinum, three golds, Five silvers and forty-two bronzes. Why? <laughs> Why are you doing this? You do not need to do that. Cut it in half. One, three, five, twenty-one. Done. Okay. So with that out of the way, there's way too many fucking bronzes. Um, the the story-related trophies. I think there are only about ten of them in the list. So it doesn't appear to be that crazy long of a game, at least when you compare it to other Final Fantasies, which makes sense because, again, it was designed first and foremost as a PSP title. But I really do like the Platinum Trophy name and the Platinum Trophy image, which says My Living Legacy. It's currently sitting at a 4% on PlayStation uh, uh, profiles and a 0.1% on PlayStation Native. I think that will go up, but it is very new and a game that according to its trophy guide from power picks takes about 40 to 50 hours so it makes sense why it's at a low percentage right now so you got the platinum really good artwork um all the other trophy artwork as well mirrors very heavily the final fantasy 7 remake trophy artwork it's all character models or little snapshots or images from the game engine or like from the game running in engine or from the menus and they, I think they're really cool looking. Um, there's also some that are more generic imagery, like a, a letter or like a, a chest for like unlocked all shops and stuff like that. But those at least have some, some cool effects, some shine to them. And it's this blue on blue with sort of a white kind of like overtone to it. So I think it still looks cool enough to even justify the like generic imagery of some of these and again some of the other ones are just like pictures or snippets from it what it looks like are character models or images and scenes in the game so i think the the artwork is pretty good it's a shame about the distribution isn't it um but one thing that you need to be aware of when you're playing this game there is a trophy for completing the prequel or not the prequel sorry the prologue and there's also a trophy for won a battle for the first time it's not hidden it's uh it's a bronze says come and get it is the title of the trophy so pretty early on into this game when you start it you're probably going to pop one maybe two trophies so just keep that in mind if you don't want the percentage on your list right away this is a game that's gonna yeah you can't just like watch a little bit and then turn it off it seems like you're gonna get it started pretty quick so 
that's one thing I wanted to call out. Um, otherwise, it has very typical trophies of other Final Fantasy lists, especially of more recent Final Fantasies. So, performed a limit break for the first time. That's Prove Your Honor to me is the trophy title. That's a bronze. Uh, another bronze got Materia Fusion down, which is to perform Materia Fusion for the first time. Makes sense. Uh, stuff like that. So these are all very common in, in Final Fantasy lists, including a, a trophy for dealing a shit ton of damage, which is in basically... I've been meaning to look this up, but I feel like a trophy like this is in almost every single JRPG I've ever looked at a list for, where it's dealt 99,999 damage to an enemy. Maybe not the exact number, but you know what I mean. There's a trophy for, like, do a shit ton of damage, like, more than you'd think you could to an enemy. So, obviously involved in that, having max level gear, being max level, fighting, you know, so this is one that's going to take a while to obtain. Um, the other mechanic that's in the game is called the Digital Mind Wave Classic. Classic and, uh, Digital Mind Wave. <laughs> yeah, which is, uh, which is a, basically a spinning roulette wheel that is always in, or sorry, spinning like slot machine screen that's always going in the upper left-hand corner of your screen when you're playing. And what happens is, depending on how that thing lands, and you can't influence how it lands, it's random entirely. Depending on how it lands, you might get extra bonuses at that given time to your attack, or you might get unlimited mana, or you might take really small dings on some things if it rolls like really bad for you. So it's a way to keep the combat fresh, but what looks concerning is that you have to achieve 100% progress for all DMW. That's a trophy called DMW Master, silver. Um, and obtain all DMW images is a bronze trophy uh, as well called Limit Break Collector. So I'm just not quite sure. I mean, I'm guessing you just play enough and you'll land on every single possible permutation, but having trophies tied to a randomly generated slot machine seems a little bit annoying in that sense. So that's, that's one call that I had too. Um, otherwise, you've got missions completed. 25% is a trophy. 50% is a trophy. 75% and then mission completionist for complete 100% of all missions. I like that that trophy is a gold trophy. I think that's well done. Um, especially considering the list only has three of them, it's good to make the one for doing everything in actual gold. You'd be surprised what we've seen sometimes <laughs> in previous list reviews. Um, otherwise, you know, received mail from all senders, unlocked all shops, joined every fan club. I mean, you're basically doing everything that the game has to offer and really seeing the fringes of, of the maps. If you don't know for Final Fantasy, there's usually combat-centric areas and hours of the game where you're just kind of doing these dungeons and it culminates in a boss fight. And then usually you get back to a town or something and then you have an option to... The game opens up, I guess. And then all of a sudden, there's maybe three or four side quests that you can do. In this game, you'll probably want to make sure to do everything as you're going through it because there are a ton of missable trophies in this game and you have to do everything on one file just like we were talking about in Callisto Protocol. So, in the Power Picks guide, I will just say I'll just read it verbatim here, quote, everything is missable, especially some missions. Everything is missable due to there not being a chapter select. Special attention needs to be paid to accepting all missable missions before the point of no return in chapter blank. I'm not going to say that. But this is highlighted in red color in the collectible guide when you get there, because mission progress doesn't carry over to New Game Plus. If you forget to accept one, you'd be locked out of 100% mission completion for this playthrough and need to redo all 300 missions from scratch. So, 
make sure that you are following a guide if you're worried about trophies on this, at least for your first playthrough. And you might also be thinking, oh, 300 missions, that's a fuck ton of missions, and you would be correct. But as I said at the top, this is designed around uh, the fact that it was on PSP. And it is basically a five-minute run through two hallways and kill all the enemies. And as you go through them, they get harder and harder. Enemies become more difficult, right? The, the layout, the enemy variety becomes tougher. But those are essentially the side missions. None of them from my research, seem to be very tough <clears throat> at all. It's just, uh, you know, little distractions. And, uh, wow, I'm, I'm sorry, I got distracted here because on the recent players for PSM profiles, it says Moriarty-IGN, which is uh, Colin Moriarty, so that's funny. You know, it only gives you, like, 10 people that have recently played it. It's just funny that his is one of the names that got chosen, you know? Mm. And, uh, anyway, so... There's a lot of missable trophies. I don't want to necessarily go into specifics on them because even though they're not hidden, they do talk about really specific aspects of different missions. And it's probably something that you should just look at when you end up picking up the game and you know wanting to you know take that on for yourself. But one that is not hidden is to clear the game in hard mode. That's another gold trophy which is good, but hard mode in FF7 Remake meant that you couldn't use items and there was other really restrictive aspects of that playthrough that made it actually pretty tough and pretty formidable as a trophy. So it seems like this game is continuing in that tradition, and uh, I'm happy to see a difficulty-related trophy. So you've got that, you've got 100% all missions as the other gold, and then the last gold appears to be story-related, uh, story so I'm not going to spoil that, but... Yeah, basically, that's the list. Like, you'll find yourself going through, completing the story. While you're doing that, it seems like a bunch of the missions will have a miscellaneous trophy that you need to be aware of and go for it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And additionally, you'll have to do all of the side missions and side content in the game. So it's pretty involved. Um, according to PowerPix, it is a 5 out of 5, or sorry, 5 out of 5, 5.5 out of 10 difficulty and approximately 40 to 50 hours to platinum. So yeah, what do you guys think? How does this sound to you? <laughs> it sounds like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> sounds um, not great. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a fucking tickle in my throat. <laughs> I've never been tempted to play a Final Fantasy game. And I think after your review of this list, I think I will keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, just something about the game. Not the trophy list itself, but I think it's just something about the game that uh, it. I, I just don't know why I don't really like those games. Just games that don't really scream to me. I'm just like, oh, Final Fantasy, okay. That game's been around for a while. Yeah. It's, it's tough, man. I, I do... I do really always find myself intrigued by Final Fantasy games. Like, I do really want to play them. But from a trophy hunting perspective, it, they're always a little bit intimidating. And I just think the genre in general is very intimidating for trophy lists. And because the games are so long, because there's already so much to do, that doing everything, and especially if there's multiple playthroughs involved, you're looking at usually like 100 hours for a lot of these JRPGs. Now, luckily, this is only 40 to 50. But even still, um, yeah, it seems intense. What, what about you, Eli? What do you think? Yeah, it seems like a lot. Yeah. Seems like something not for me. Seems like 
the only Final Fantasy game I really want to play is still 14. There you go. I, I am <laughs> really curious about 16 that comes out next year, but... Oh, yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah, just because the, the combat's supposed to be a lot more like Devil May Cry-esque, so that has me intrigued, mm. but yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a crazy trophy list. <laughs> so, this game is on PS5 right now for $50, by the way. So, it is not a full $70 priced game, which is important to note because I think not that not that game length equates with price we've had this discussion before but you know just keep that in mind it's not being sold as a full price final fantasy game they're not telling you this is triple 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 a you know max level of all this shit they're saying it's like it's you know it's the game <laughs> so huh. yeah um i think that's kind of it though it doesn't seem like there's too many glitch trophies i was checking the forums for this doesn't seem like there's really any issues people are having having with unlocking or syncing. The only call out is, like I said, that you just have to do all the missions on your one save file because it doesn't carry over to New Game Plus. However, it seems like you can glitch the hard difficulty. I was debating if I should say this or not, but let's just do it. So it's one of those games where <laughs> you can switch the difficulty right before the final boss from normal to hard and it will count as you beating the game on hard now you still have to beat the final boss on the hardest difficulty so it's not like it's necessarily free right you can't do it after the boss fight or something but you get through a lot of the game on just that normal setting and it's funny because there's currently this exact same glitch in star ocean but unfortunately i have to beat the game on this difficulty called chaos difficulty, which is not available until you beat the game once. So you have to do like your first playthrough on normal and then do right before the final boss, change it to hard. And then your next playthrough, you can do it on normal again and then change it to chaos right before the end. Mm -hmm. Um, But luckily I need to play it through twice anyway, once with each main character. So who knows? I just think that's interesting. So you can negate a lot of the difficulty in this game from doing that glitch if you would like. Yeah, that is Final Fantasy VII. Or, sorry, that is Crisis Core. Final Fantasy VII Reunion. There we go. Okay, guys. Hour 51 minutes in. I think that's going to wrap it up for all of our main topics of discussion for the show. You guys have anything to add before we close up shop? Not a... I do not. Okay. Fantastic, guys. Well... Thank you for your time this evening. Thank you to the listeners for listening to the show. If you like the show, remember to leave us a comment or a like or follow us, whatever. Share the show anywhere that you would like to. Tell your friends that are fellow trophy hunters. Always trying to get new people in the mix. And go check out the Discord. A lot of good people over there. A lot of fun discussions. And yeah, Eli, where can people get in touch with you if they want to ask you about Fortnite? Uh, you might want to do that in the Discord. Okay. Uh, but I'm not sure 13 spelled with one D anywhere and everywhere. There you go, sir. Usually. <laughs> Daryl, <laughs> what about you? Where can people get in touch with you? Uh, you can find me on PSN profiles and discord and PlayStation at the tall Simone guy. There you go. And you can get in touch with me in the discord PlayStation, Xbox and steam at CK present. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Until next time, happy gaming, take care, and goodbye.